Hello and welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. This isn't a radio show. Uh, hi, this is Truth and Time Tells All. I'm Emma, one of the co-hosts, and I wanted to say a few things before we get into the episode. Just a few announcements. Number one, it's been over a year since we released an episode. Um, don't have to tell you what 2020 was like. It was awful and so challenging, and we grew a lot, and we learned a lot, and actually this episode may feel a little bit different as a result of that. Um, but we're back, and we're very, very excited. Second announcement, this was uh, <laughs> true to form. We recorded this episode three times before we got a recording that actually worked properly. That said, this sound setup was an experiment, and it's not great. We won't be using it again, um, so I hope you can get past the sound imbalances. And then finally, I lost the password to our original Instagram account. So we have a new Instagram account. It is at truthandtime.pod. And uh, you can find us there. And let's get into the show. All right. <laughs> let's go. Also, this is the downer episode. It is the downer episode. <laughs> it's one of a few, really. Oh, I noticed something and I was like, God, have, or have you always said this thing that I noticed? And I just was like not paying attention or is it something that like I neither of us ever realized a, a continuity issue. Wait, which one? That she's carrying the Chanel bag that yes. he gives her. For like Christmas. she carries it for two episodes. Yes. And then he gives it to yes. her so at that's, Christmas. I mean, that's because Jason's birthday is January yeah. 11th or something. It's like mid-January. So this episode was filmed in mid-January. And after this episode, we see Christmas and New Year's. But it's really weird to like watch her carry around this Chanel tote <laughs> and then be gifted it. It's very, oh I, I do remember, like I had never put two and two together, but I do remember watching and when she gets that gift, I'm like, wait, don't you have that bag already? Already? <laughs> That's what I was like, has Emma talked about this before? And I, I just it, didn't yeah. put it together, <laughs> but I saw it in the, watching it this time and I was like, doesn't he give her that bag? Yes. <laughs> so we fucking weird. Well, we'll get to it. But it comes at the end. Of, there's so many continuity things in this episode. Hi, I'm Emma. Hi, I'm Bobby. And this is Truth and Time Tells All podcast about the hills today we are talking about season one episode five jason's birthday <sighs> this episode is not that fun it's a bummer of an we're episode. gonna try and make it fun ah <laughs> too loud we're gonna try and make it fun um i still think there's some it's fun to talk about it but uh yeah it's kind of a bummer of an episode because this is Jason at his like peak as an addict, I would say. Yeah, but it's like oh, our shit. first glimpse of him like this. It's not it's not him in real life, it's not his first, but it's our first experience of him like this in the show, right? Yes, cuz before this, like all we knew about Jason was what we saw in Laguna, which is he was kind of a bad boy who played baseball and dated Jessica and then dated Lauren and then cheated on Lauren. 
and didn't own up to it. So like, that's the worst thing that he's done in our eyes, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't think he did anything like outside of the cheating thing and basically kind of gaslit her. Not that that's not bad, because yeah, it is. Yeah, no, that is bad. I, I should, but should, it was just a lot of gaslighting, toxic yeah. relationship stuff. The usual. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it just sounds so bad to like paint it as like something that's just like, meh, don't worry about it's it. Just, when you just, should be concerned. Just, if that these, stuff is happening to you. These are red flags. If this is happening in your relationship, that's bad. And uh, you should discuss it or have a support system to help. Uh, yeah. Like, this is a bad behavior. It gets worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. That's all. Yeah. That's all to say. That was bad. It's going to get worse because, unfortunately, Jason is an addict. And uh, we see it's, it's so strange because he's not on the show explicitly an addict. But... Mm -hmm if you remember the tabloids back in the day, or if, even if you've watched The Hills' New Beginnings since it came back in 2019, uh, he's very open about how he's a recovering addict and uh, an alcoholic. And I really, really like that the show does that in the following seasons. That's also why I am more okay talking about it because like, I know that Jason, the person, is much healthier now. Yeah. I mean, even through this series before they do the new beginnings he goes to rehab right he does they don't explicitly no they do explicitly say they it. Do. when funny. he comes back with his girlfriend or whatever yeah his fiance his fiance yeah um and that is such a great moment for lauren because that's when lauren says like this whole time i was thinking that could have been me mm -hmm. and i realized i'm so glad it's not and i'm like good, good for lauren. you <laughs> that's growth <laughs> yes if you aren't familiar with jason i always want to say Wahlberg as if he's part of that family <laughs> waller if you're not he's he's in a much better place Are you this episode is not that <laughs> nope this episode is not that this episode is maybe at his worst yeah what i love about this previously on <laughs> is when or when she says heidi didn't like him but heidi's gonna have to get over it get over it yeah so they go golfing for jason's birthday I wrote down that this is the worst headband yet. And now I know it's not a shirt. It's a cardigan with a... Yes, this like kind of like eyelet sheer bolero, half cardigan bolero thing. I think it's a bolero or like a, a shrug. A shrug. A shrug. Yeah. Yes. But, like, I just think this whole scene is so wild because these two girls are, go are at the golf store. Also, no one's helping them. Why is no one helping them? I mean, you're about to buy like... $2,000 clubs. You'd yes. think someone would be there to assist you. Don't these salespeople work on commission? Like, yeah, you'd think. To help them? <laughs> so, I wrote this is the worst headband look yet. Um, <laughs> and I think it's so funny that they don't know why they cost so much money. <laughs> and they don't know what brand to get, and they suggest Nike. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, it just sounds expensive. Callaway. And at this point, how long, I mean, not in real, I mean, even in real life, because as you and I just spoke about before we started this, <laughs> there is a continuity error Yes. in this season. Well, I'm sure in all seasons, but this one, we're here. So <laughs> as we're talking about it, she's carrying around the tote she gets for her birthday in yes. this. For Christmas. For Christmas. Yes. Yes. So this is obviously supposed to be before Christmas. They're airing it before Christmas as if it happened before Christmas, but. It did not. 
I think this is supposed. We're supposed to think that it's still like yeah, fall. Like, I think that's what we're supposed to think. Started when she was just starting the school year. Mm-hmm. So she's about to buy him this like really insane gift for his yeah. birthday after they've been together for what a few months. Yeah, like even if we believe the show's timeline. Right. That, that makes less sense because then they've only been dating for like two and a half two months. months. But in real life, this was January. So they've been dating for max four, four or five, four. Yeah. And this, yeah, she's going to spend thousands of dollars on golf clubs. And he, we're led to believe, really enjoys golf because she's giving him these clubs, but he doesn't have his own set of golf clubs. And he's going to be cool with his girlfriend who knows nothing about golf buying them without any input. Right. <laughs> if and I, we later see how not into oh, like how bad he is at golf. Yes, it's <laughs> clear he does this for recreation only uh, <laughs> when he feels like it. So this was a waste of money. Oh <laughs> yeah. But I just oh, like you... if I bought Justin a set of disc golf discs without consulting him, I would say there's a 90% chance he would never use them because I didn't get him the right one. Right. And those would cost me like $30. Yes. The entire thing is crazy. Wild. It's very crazy. Um, it's They have a stupid amount of money. Is, the, is really... Is really what it is. The, the issue here. Um, also, of course, uh, they mentioned plans for his birthday. They're going to Blowfish, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but are they going to not have sushi on Jason? <laughs> birthday <laughs> oh sushi in the mid aughts i love it and i also just can't get past how much how like meticulously lauren has planned this out and she's like i'm gonna make sure that he has them and then he can right away go and play golf because i yes. don't want him to have them and not be able to use them right away and it's like right. what's the point do you expect <laughs> that with all gifts like you never want a gift that you can't use immediately. <laughs> so we go from the golf store to Teen Vogue offices. And we hear Whitney's Whitney. opinion on jeans. Jeans. Such an addiction. They can be really addicting. <laughs> yes, her hard G. Yeah. And we go into the conversation where um, neither of them know their schedule. I feel like this is a reoccurring theme throughout everything. Like nobody knows what's going on at Teen Vogue. Who's supposed to be where and when? I don't know why they don't know their own schedules and how Lauren didn't know that she would have to work in the middle of the week. When does she work? Uh, your guess is as good as mine because she doesn't know either. <laughs> I just, and this the whole thing is crazy. Time that there has been a major birthday in the middle of the week and these 18 year olds lose their shit when their employer is like, no, that's when work is. Right, work those days. <laughs> And the significant other can't understand why they need to yes. work. Can't understand it. Doesn't accept it. Um, makes makes her feel guilty about yep. it. But also, like, why? We aren't five anymore. Why do you have to celebrate your birthday on your birthday? What if we celebrated, I don't know. And all weekend? day. It has to happen all day. Like, morning to night. So, like... This happens, and I think it's so insane how Lauren doesn't say anything. Because if you hadn't been scheduled, it is reasonable to say, I am not available. That's what Whitney did. You could have done the same. 
like this kind of if, if you weren't scheduled it kind of seems like it's on them for not planning ahead and making sure you were available right <laughs> or move your plans like there are there are lots of ways out of this <laughs> none of which she does she and none do of which she that. does so she just like sits there and looks concerned and then tells Whitney that's his birthday as if she expected someone to have known that and to be like Lauren you don't have to work don't worry <laughs> we know it's Jason's birthday yeah like, <laughs> what did she expect was gonna happen if she just sat there and she's like yeah I can work when she can't <laughs> so Lauren has to work on his birthday we go to the pool at the apartment for some boy talk with Heidi I love this conversation with Heidi and Adrena. I do too it's interesting, like going back and rewatching all this, like how m- much I love Heidi. Oh, like, yeah. Heidi's a great friend. I think she's too. And she's another one who I j- truly enjoy in Hill's New Beginnings. Like seeing Do. Heidi as a mom, not like scrambling for fame. Yeah, because it's like you see her in this scenario and she's so caring and so thoughtful to all of her friends at this point and she really like genuinely cares about her friends well-being yes yes i like it so it makes me so sad that they all just like cut her out i guess they didn't all adrena got back in there poor adrena Mm -hmm. adrena sometimes i'm like were you just in the wrong place at the wrong time when you met heidi at that pool i know i don't know that you want this life i know (laughs) That's uh, right. Yeah, because they haven't been friends that long at this point. Well, none they, of them have. They literally met at that apartment. Like, Audrina was just another girl who lived mm-hmm. in that apartment building. And the show producers were like, want to be on a reality show? <laughs> you All you have to do is hang out with these girls. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure she was familiar with Laguna Beach. Like, she grew up in California. Laguna Beach was at its peak. And I mean, it's like, at that point, what are you, 18, 19? Yeah. Uh, and she was there to be an actress. And a right. Mom. And they're they're offering you this like it's like you're not saying no. No. If I was eighteen, yeah, I would I would say yes in a heartbeat. Sign me up. <laughs> I love that we just like give no fucks about Brian anymore. It makes me very happy. Happy. Yes. Oh, Brian. And I, I also love when Heidi prompts Audrina. Audrina makes it very clear that they only made out. <laughs> It's like, mm, do not go further than that. No. <laughs> do not let him tell you differently. That, I'm very, I'm so, so happy that Audrina said it to Heidi, but also had a moment to get it on the record. Yes. On the show, because if she hadn't, it's very easy to assume, based on the show, edited it, that they slept together. Uh-huh. Good for you, Audrina. Yes. Oh, wait. And they also talk about how she has this new date. She has a new date with, I mean... Yeah, this guy. We'll see. That guy. guy. (laughs) When we see their apartment, this is the moment that I'm like, they live here because this apartment is a mess. A mess. It's so messy. And I love that Lauren's just laying on the ground. Like she's she's next to multiple chairs. And those chairs are covered in shit. There's just stuff everywhere. Yes. Stuff everywhere. (laughs) Oh, she's on like a love sack thing. It looks like it's a. Is that what it is? Yeah. And she has to break the news to Jason that she cannot be there on his birthday just to work. And he does not take it well. He is not pleased. 
I just, it, I feel so, this is, I think, the start of when I start to feel sad and realize, yeah. like, this is a toxic relationship because. Because she's so afraid to tell him she, this. She's so afraid to tell him. And he does exactly what she's afraid of and he makes her feel like shit. Yeah. So you have to work on my birthday. Fucking dick. Like, she's, it's clear she already feels really so bad. bad about it. And you're just going to be like, yeah, you should feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, that's what he does. He just like rubs all of her decisions to put herself like a little bit first and just like nails her for it. And it sucks. Yeah. It's so hard to watch. And it's like, it also just makes me sad because this is kind of what their dynamic is like for the rest of the season. Yeah. It's because not it's a bad relationship. Pleasant. Yeah. And it's really, like, I remember looking back on it, and I'm, tr well, I don't remember, here's what I'm saying. <laughs> looking back on it, I can't remember how I felt about it. Did I, was I like, yeah, Lauren, why are you working on his birthday? I don't really remember. I don't either. I don't know how I felt about it. I don't think I was mad at, I think I was probably mad at Lauren for not saying something. And like, mm -hmm. this is so important to you. you. You didn't do anything to stop this from happening. Right. But, but I do also remember thinking, like, he's being an asshole. Really a dick. <laughs> and because upon watching it, the, like, back in the day, you don't realize the timeline, the real timeline. Yes. Which would explain why she's so fucking scared to tell him this. <laughs> right, right. Um, and, like, she has reasons for being uneasy and gun-shy and, like, yeah. just straight up scared. Because because when you watch it thinking that the timeline is what we've are led to believe it is mm -hmm. like if you think okay they just got back together in the last episode then you're like this is still new in their relationship mm -hmm. so she's acting this way because she's just sad yeah she can't be with him on his can't birthday be with and, and really she's afraid of the fight that's yeah she's coming. afraid that he's gonna make her feel like shit mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future yeah, she's not, she's not sad that she can't be there. Mm -hmm. She's scared of his reaction. Yeah. Which is so sad. It's really, really sad. And like her face. She's so sad about it. Mm -hmm. It's hard to watch. Oh, now it's Audrina's date. It's Audrina's date. And she's which talking, is, I love that she's talking on a landline. I know. Like that really makes me remember how long ago 2007 was. Yes. <laughs> It actually makes me kind of sad. Sad. Like, oh, damn it. <laughs> okay, so this, I want to, I want to talk about this, even just like them going from her apartment to the car. Here, here's what happens. First of all, we see a solid five inches of midriff because oh. Adrena has the lowest rise jeans in the world. Mm -hmm. Like you see all that midriff and we don't see her belly button. It's all uh -huh. below. <laughs> Which makes me feel uncomfortable because I could never in a million years wear that. No. And I don't mean that in like, I would never. I would if I could. My body <laughs> says no that way. The apex of my hips <laughs> versus my ass crack, it would not <laughs> work. Uh, so we see so much midriff and he comes up and his opening line is, Hello, baby. How are you? It's oh, fancy God. seeing you again. <laughs> it's fancy seeing you again. Fancy. Oh, God. 
I wrote, what the fuck, shut up. And then as they're walking and talking about their days, Audrina mentions how she worked. And he said, oh, that's right. I apologize. You work. You work. Oh, yeah. And then this car ride, which is just so disgusting. Yes. He's so smarmy. He's, and like, the whole... What is, how does it go? She's like, oh, how was the beach today? And he was like, the beach. And she was like, yeah, you were at the beach today. And he was like, I was? And she was like, yeah? Oh, I must have lied to you. What? Lied, that's amazing. It's like, what? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, why? And this is also where we get, I love this look. Okay, I wanna, we already talked about the midriff, but we've also got like that super, super tight, cami just like spaghetti strap cami that is i mean here's the thing that like happens throughout i think basically all of the aughts where you have these lower eyes pants and you have this really tight top on that you're constantly pulling down constantly they're always tugging on their shirt to like pull it down as far as possible Uh because did we like things pulled down that far over the hips like lauren does it all the time with the outfit oh, that I was telling you about yes. or was it just that you the jeans were so low you were like we need to cover up I so when I bend over that you can't see my crack like when I remember wearing low-rise jeans which I didn't wear often because again my body is not made for low-rise <laughs> jeans I was always making I was like fuck I need to make sure that I'm like sitting on the cami uh-huh. under my shirt because if I'm not then there is a very good chance that people could just like put a pencil down my ass. Yes. <laughs> so much tugging on the shirt tank top, most likely a tank top that had lace on it somewhere. Uh-huh. So she's got this like perfect side sweep bang, like poofed up, easy updo because she's got a fresh neck tattoo. Yes. And the nice like frosty bronze eyeshadow with the thin eyebrow nude glossy lip lots of bronzer and chandelier earrings it's just (laughs) perfect for the time okay we're at el coyote yep and he brings up his high school friend's boobs which is so awkward why are you talking about this so weird i don't know why they're talking about it and i hate that he says of course she gets too drunk and shows everyone her brand new boobs. Because, of course, that's his perspective. I'm, uh-huh. I'm sure what actually happened is she was partying with a bunch of guys that she thought were her friends. Mm-hmm. And when she was drunk, they were like, show us your boobs. Your boobs. She was like, no. And they no. were like, show us your show boobs. Us. And she felt pressured and didn't uh-huh. want them to think she was lame. So she showed her boobs. Uh-huh. 100%. Now, later, he's bringing it up on dates that this dumb girl got so drunk and showed us her boobs. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I mean, he sucks throughout this whole thing. I, yes, I'm glad that at least the show is making it clear, too. Like, it's obvious the show is on our side with this. Yes. Who doesn't like this guy. Thankfully. <laughs> and it's very clear that Adrena is like, oh. Yes, she's This not. is not my favorite date. But she also feels the need later on to just be like, I don't know him that well. That is wild. I think she's just afraid to say something disparaging. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. She has to say something like yeah. not bad about him because God, she shouldn't. 
state yeah. that he's d bag. This I can't understand the logic of this. He's got to be pandering to the audience to tell them like how important he is, right? Like he knows he's on a show. Yeah. He knows that people are, and he's like, ooh, I need to check my messages because I'm getting so many callbacks. My agent is going to be telling me I'm going to be doing this and this and this, and that that's going to look good to people that are watching. It has to I, be that. Yes. It's just like, it's so, Very transparent. So transparent. So rude. Like, I wouldn't do that on a date with my partner who I've been with for 10 years. I wouldn't yeah. be in the middle of dinner and be like, hang on, I have to check my phone messages. <laughs> then the dichotomy of this, which he does on purpose, right? Like, he picks up his phone and he's like, I have to check my messages. Her phone actually rings. Yes. And he makes some, like, snide-ass comments, like, it's the right thing to do. Answer it. Dick. And I very much appreciate that she answered it. At least at least she wasn't like, I would never. Right. She's like, well, I guess this is how this is going. I'm going to answer my phone. Yeah. I also love that she asked him, when was the last relationship? That must have been a pro- <laughs> like the producers were like, you need to ask him something. Yes. Because that is a wild question to ask on a on first, a first date. date. I mean, it's only a reality. Sh- it's, it's a reality show first date question. <laughs> yeah. Like he signed a release to go on this date. It's not a real first date. They probably went to a club and like made out or something. And then they, he, she was like, do you want to take me out on TV? <laughs> and it's also like, he has to kind of think about it. And he's like, well, actually you've never been in a relationship. My first really, uh, I haven't really been in one. I also want to know how old he is because we know that Audrina is like 19. He looks like 26. I was going to say like mid, mid twenties for sure. Also, I've watched this show so many times and I can't tell if he looks familiar because of how many times I've watched this episode. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, is he in something? Like, what is he in? I'm like tempted to like go into IMDb and be like, I know I will Audrina's find date. <laughs> But I love, I'm obsessed that Audrina calls him greasy and Heidi laughs so hard. And you know that he could have he heard, heard that for sure. I just also love that Heidi like called to check in. Yes. Again. Good friend, Heidi. Being mm-hmm. a good friend. Honestly, I feel like that could have given Heidi the upper hand in that date scenario. Like, yes, he was very much controlling the dynamic for a while. And I think by answering that phone call and maybe making it clear that she's like not into it, she was able to be like, great, I don't have to- I don't have to work at this. Yeah. (laughs) Heidi Heidi like gave her some confidence and like (laughs) self-awareness. And it gave her the ability to be like, okay, someone's on my side in this, you know, as he's nibbling at his salad. And Audrina's face is just like, blah. He eats salad weird. What a weird way. Salad is like a party. (laughs) It's like seven or eight components onto a fork and eats one of them. Okay, so then they go to this Italian restaurant. We've got a double date. Jordan and Heidi, Lauren and Jason. For some reason, Brian is joining them. And then they- Did the show just desperately want Brian and Audrina to get together? And Audrina was just like, no. Do you think that's it? Were they, like, trying to make this happen? Probably. I'm sure it's better for them the more relationships they have because they can yeah. make stories. But, yeah, Brian sucks. <laughs> so, Audrina was like, no. So and he's crazy. so just not her type at all. Not at all. It's Like, especially, I guess we didn't know that yet. 
yeah. But now when you see who she's been, who her major relationships have been, <sighs> Ryan is the opposite. Uh-huh. Of all of that. I just love that they're bringing her, they're bringing, they're telling Audrina to come after because obviously she's not going to keep hanging out with that guy. She's no. just going to leave once dinner is over. <laughs> and Ryan's coming and Brian doesn't know that Audrina has been on a date. And so for all we know, Brian still thinks that he and Audrina might still happen. Right? That's what we're led to. I mean, as we're watching this, as he's just like so visibly uncomfortable hearing about this date, and he's like, let's not talk about this anymore. Like he really was hoping that there was something that was going to come of it. But I just think it's so funny how Heidi's like, guys, Brian doesn't know that Audrina was on this date, so don't say anything. And then she immediately is like, how was your date? (laughs) She like can't help herself. All she wants to talk about. She's like, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> oh god, Heidi's so funny. Uh, I just Brian is just like fucking kill me. Yeah. Which I'm just like, yeah. And then he has to obviously make some like stupid offhanded comment about like this guy being gay, which Brian is just like, why has such bizarre I mean we talk about is it the next episode or is it this episode? I think it's the next episode. They're at the nightclub. They're at the nightclub. He has such a weird he's got some issues with like his masculinity and his sexuality, yes. I think. Because uh-huh. he makes weird homophobic comments like that, not infrequently. Right. Going back to what you were saying too, about how she says he's a genuine guy. Like Lauren asks, is he a good guy? Right. And Audrina's like, I don't know, I think so. And like the date was good. I'm just like, in what way? In what way? You you were not having a good time. <laughs> like we see it all in your face. Snippets of it. But those snippets were enough. Like, the uh-huh. rest of it would have been amazing. And those snippets would have been enough for me to be like, well, I won't be seeing you again. But it's like she feels compelled to, like, not tell the truth. Do you yeah. know what I mean? To, like, sugarcoat it in some I way. Mean, she probably doesn't want people to think she's a bitch. Like, right. Exactly. Women are like, I don't want you to think I'm a bitch. So uh-huh. I'll just, I won't say anything bad. Yep. Which is shitty. So shitty. And so just, like... If meanwhile, Brian is just like, he's gay, as gay. if that's an insult. And everyone's like, ha, 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 Brian. So funny. Uh, so now we're at the photo shoot. Oh, the photo shoot. This photo shoot, Lauren is visibly miserable. If I had an intern working at my shoot like that, I would be like, get the fuck, fuck out. out. So this is the outfit that I was talking about where I feel like she just like wears it over and over and over again. It's this like black spandex shirt that's like kind of sweetheart. And these, I think that they're sevens that are basically cuffed up. Yes. Jeans. Cuff your jeans and you um, freeze. But that she's always like tugging on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is this just like her favorite shirt or? I Here's what I think. Because I went through a phase like this. I think... She was in that phase, especially because she was interested in fashion. I think she was, maybe I'm projecting. I'm probably projecting. I think she was like, I don't want people to think that I'm superficial or I only like trends. Yeah. I'm going to focus on classic pieces. Audrey Hepburn is my muse. Mm -hmm. I will wear pearls. I will wear crisp jeans. I will wear ballet flats. I will wear, and then like for pops of color, I'll do a fun headband. Yeah. so I think she wears that a lot because she was in this like no nonsense moment. Yeah. Because she's never like Lauren's never a big fashion risk taker. No. I mean, especially when you like compare her to Heidi, who was oh wears some like 
bonkers things. Yeah. Something new every day. Do you ever see her wear the same outfit twice? I don't know that we do. But where Lauren, like you see her with the same thing every day. It's like uniform-esque for her. Yeah. Which is so crazy because she sort of becomes a fashion icon. I know. Eventually. I think think that's maybe part of why she was dressing like this. Because I think she was aware that she was on TV. Maybe she watched back Laguna and she was like, I'm going to regret looking like this. Yeah. And she was like, I need to dress in a way that's not going to look ridiculous in 10 or 15 years. And when she had her, like her fashion line, I think she was also influenced by like Paris. Yeah. Parisian fashion is very understated. And And so I think that's what she was going going for. for. Some of it is ridiculous though, because she wears those fucking jeans. flops. Every damn day. Every day. And the headband. Well, not the headband that she's wearing in this. A uh, headband. You know the headband. We all know the headband. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, she, so she's like, miserable at this photo shoot. The one that she didn't stand up for herself and say she didn't want to go to. Yes. I also just love that she doesn't... Like, I know she's new, so maybe I should go easy on her. But she's at that point in her career, it's early, where she only does what's asked of her. Right. By the way, this is capitalism brain. I mean, that's how you should work. You should only do what's asked for you, but you're conditioned to be like, you have to go in above and beyond. Yes. Um, And they make you think that if you don't, that you're not worthy. Yeah. And yeah, there's whole like bunch of manipulation happening there. That's like really fucked up, especially that she's most likely in an unpaid internship. I mean, she's being paid to be on the show. Yes. But this internship, I doubt, is paying her anything. No. Also, she only got this internship because of the show. Because of the show. Yes. But it, it, and it's just like, towards the end, when they're like, you want to come down? And she's like, well, do you need me? And they're like, no, we have it covered. But you should still want to be there. And oh, like, yes. That part I, is- I, in, in, in a past, in my past, I would have been like, of course you go. Same. Why wouldn't you go? Same. How dare you not want to be there? Which is what they're doing to her, which is just like, taking advantage of her yeah in so many ways yes but like it's yeah it's so funny because my instinct watching this is to be like lauren you're in fashion why don't uh-huh. you know instinctively to yes. separate the shoes by style yes style. <laughs> you would never be like should i do a sneaker or a pump you'd be like i'm doing a sneaker which sneaker but that's not instinctual Mm-mm. and no one told her that they just said please organize the shoes so she started organizing the shoes. And then we see, before we get to that piece at the end, that Jason's golfing. So Lauren wasn't going to be hanging out with him anyway at this time? I mean, there's no way. I, I would, especially at, at this time in the 2000s, I doubt that she would have been even allowed to go on this course, to be oh, completely yeah. honest. I, I doubt that she right? would have. So she was never intending to spend the day with him anyway. No, I don't. So I don't understand why all that was for. Um, also, this photo shoot, like, it seems like they only have these two models. The racks and racks of clothes they have for this shoot is wild. Wild. And it's on location, which means they had to transport all of that stuff to the studio. That uh-huh. fucking sucks. But Lauren wasn't doing that. So who did that? Isn't that something an intern would do? <sighs> 
They probably had other interns. (laughs) (laughs) How the entire magazine runs on unpaid interns. So this is just hilarious to me because it leads me to believe that even Jason doesn't fucking know how much these clubs are worth because he pulls them out and he thinks Jordan gave them to him. He He thinks that his girlfriend's best friend's boyfriend bought him a full set of Callaway golf clubs. They're looking at them like, oh man, this is so cool. She, and I, like, you better call her. Oh yeah, I suppose I should. Yeah, I <laughs> In the middle of her work day. For this multi-thousand dollar gift that I didn't even think was from her. And then her response, like, I don't know, Lauren does this thing where she like acts like a little kid and oh. I can't, I'm just like, why? Is it because he makes her feel like she is a little kid? I think so. I, I think know. Like he. So she wants to please him. So badly. Like, Do you like him? And I did good. Did good. Like, recognize that I did good because you always recognize when I do when bad. I do bad. I'm so sad. It's, yeah. <sighs> I'm just, I'm really glad that Lauren also grows into. Finds her assertiveness, which she is does. good. Throughout the series, Lauren has a couple relationships, right? We see her with Steven. We see Jason. We see her with Brody. We see her with Doug. And then we never see her with anyone again. Yeah. Lauren had a very serious boyfriend after Through that, that part, right? Yes. Like when you don't know about it. And yes. She, like because they decided he wasn't going to be on the show. Yeah. She was, she started setting more, I mean, she set a lot of boundaries with the show. Like when Heidi and Spencer did that with the sex tape, she was like, okay, I'm never filming with them again. Mm-hmm. These people did something to deliberately hurt me no, I'm not going to work with them. And for the most part, the show, like the show must have negotiated like one episode a uh-huh. season. You have to. Yeah. It was like, fine, one episode a season, but I get, I get to say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. <laughs> and then she set the boundary with her significant other. He was never mentioned, never seen. There was one other one. Oh, I remember reading an interview. So when in the season must be season six the first half of season six before Kristen Lauren has her birthday party on a boat a surprise birthday party and Stephanie invites Heidi and Heidi shows up on the boat after everyone was already there she like comes on late so it's impossible for Lauren not to know that Heidi's there and then they both proceed to get so drunk and they have this like tearful conversation it's iconic but like they the show manipulated that and that's right. one that's a moment where it's clear that lauren had no idea that it was going to happen Heidi that night and she said in an interview later like i i was very angry with the show for a while after for putting me in that situation and we see it in the show like she gets angry at stephanie she says like i know that you did this and I'm telling you that it's not okay. And you cannot keep doing this. I'm not joking. And then she also, like, she's barely, the next couple episodes, Lauren's, like, barely in them. Because Crazy. she was like, no, I'm not shooting. Fuck yeah. And it was her last season. So she was like, what are you going to do, fire me? Right. <laughs> I don't remember that episode. I don't remember season six, really. Oh, I but I specifically, I don't remember any of that. So... As we go through this, it's going to be new territory for me. Oh, I'm excited. Unfortunately, I've watched the show far too many times. So <laughs> I remember all of it. 
I feel like once you're in this, and I'm sure she had a contract for a number of seasons, right? So she had to like fulfill her contract. Yeah. But like, as it got deeper, she had to learn how to protect herself in some ways. Oh yeah. There are some episodes where you can see she's just like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. Yeah. Like, I think, I feel like her falling out with Audrina was kind of the last straw because yeah. you tell that affected her. Like the falling out with Heidi was one thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm guessing that as she got old, as the show went on, she maybe could chalk it up more to Spencer or chalk it up to like being young or whatever. But then when it happened again in a different way with Audrina, I feel like Lauren was like, "Well, I don't want to do this anymore." This was it the Brody thing? No, it was. Um, there was a rumor. Well, what happened first is like basically Lo and Audrina didn't really get along. Right. And. Audrina just kind of shut them out because she was like, I don't really like Lo. Lauren and I aren't as close as we used to be, and that happens. So I'm just gonna like do my own thing. And Lauren took that really personally. Yeah. And Lo didn't give a shit. Lo right. was like, I don't fucking care. Care. <laughs> I don't need to be her friend. And Lauren took it really personally. They had that tearful confrontation with the classic <laughs> mascara tear. Yes. Um, that's all I want, tear. And then <laughs> the next episode i think it was or maybe like two episodes later we find out that there's a rumor that lauren hooked up with justin bobby and oh that's right leaves it and confronts her and lauren is devastated lauren is like i cannot believe that you think you believe this Yeah. yeah like lauren would never do that never. with justin bobby ever never. and like never. even and she says that too she's like he disgusts Gusts me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like she knows at that point that the show is doing this in yes. some way like yes. to create drama or whatever absolutely yeah oh uh, i forgot all about that <laughs> but it's interesting like lauren lauren conrad is so smart because i think at this time it could be really easy to to I mean, I'm guilty of this. When I watched this the first time, I was like, God, Lauren is so dumb. She's not. She's very smart because she was able to use this experience so much to her advantage. She leveraged this platform to get a full fashion line. Yes. Which may not sound sexy in the fashion world, but you better believe that thing is making bank for her. And she showed the utmost self-control in order to get to that end yes she did she could have just yeah like screamed at Heidi and Spencer retaliated just been like messy she could have I mean she could have turned to like substance abuse to cope because Mm -hmm. it was a traumatizing experience and she didn't she she was very calculated in her response to the majority of everything that took place. She knew her brand and she was like, this is my brand and I'm sticking to it. I'm so interested to talk about this when we get to like the Heidi Lauren falling out. Yeah. There's so much to unpack. I'm going to put a pin in that. We'll come back to it in like what, season three when that happens? Season Um, three. (laughs) Because we should get back to this episode, but it's fascinating. Like imagining how I felt about each of them then. Then versus now. Yes. Yeah, like, you look back on it and you see the toxicity of it all. Yeah. So Lauren says she did good. Oh, I remember the other thing I noted on that phone call. 
they are very casual. She just casually says, I love you. I love you. So, so they're saying I love you to each other, I guess. I mean, in their timeline, two months in. God. In real timeline, four months in. Because how long did they date in Laguna? Wasn't it just like a summer thing? I don't think it was very long. Like it was her, it was their, her senior year. Was he older? It was after. So he, no, he's younger than her because she. So it was his senior year. It was his senior year. It was when she dropped out uh-huh. of san francisco the school she was going to in san francisco yeah back to laguna so it must have been like after the new year i guess right i was gonna say like six months at most because by the end of by graduation i don't i think that's when it ended right like when he cheated on her with jessica was it like the end of the summer maybe because i think i thought that i thought their relationship happened because lauren was like i want a summer fling and her friends were like, who are you going to have a summer fling with? fling with? Maybe Jason. Jason. And then she liked him more than she expected, and he cheated on her. So I think that they were only really hooking up for, like, that summer. Maybe. So not that long. Not long. But, I don't know. When you're... When you're 18. 18, so it feels like forever. It's true. I mean, I'm, I said I love you to my high school boyfriend, like, six months in. Things were intense in high school. So we're back at the photo shoot, and Lauren is complaining to a model about how she doesn't know how long she has to be there be which there. is that is wild because she is probably not getting paid and she has genuinely no idea no idea when you're leaving she has to work and they i mean they're just gonna string you along as long as they can as yeah. long as you agree to it they're, yeah they know you're not gonna be like i need to leave right now mm-hmm. so no they're-, they're gonna take advantage of your naivete and your inexperience mm-hmm. and exploit it yeah. <laughs> like the way the way it works the way it works but i just love when she's talking to that model and that model is being very kind mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> her face is also like oh no is this my problem now? oh god do i have to deal with this <laughs> so mousy too it's just like will you solve this problem for me no <laughs> oh we're back to golfing all of these guys suck at golf like I, they're it not seems like good. this is their first time on a golf course except jordan jordan has jordan golf. actually looks his swing was good yeah brian's was terrible brian's was very bad jason's was very bad jordan looked like he knew what the fuck he was doing yeah i mean jordan looks like he maybe golfed in high school he probably grew up at a golf course yes probably lauren and her boss are talking this, let's get into this. She gets really weird. Like she keeps acting. It's very clear she doesn't want to be there. It's clear that she's wishes she was somewhere else. And her boss is like, you have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do all these things and do this in case it goes past six o'clock. And Lauren's like, do you think it's going to go past six o'clock? And she's like, I don't know, maybe. And it's just expected that everyone's like, okay with that. Right. That it's open-ended and you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember well, the first time I watched this, I was like, Lauren, shut up. This is how it works. Right. Just like be you need this opportunity. Yeah. You need to pay your dues. Uh-huh. And now I watch it and I'm like, this is fucked up. It's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, and I say that knowing that we've recorded this a number of times and I'm pretty sure the first time we talked about this, we were, I know. we were like, what the fuck is the matter with her? Yes! Like, 
why are you acting this way? Yes. And now I'm like, oh, I see this so differently. Yes. We, Fuck capitalism. We first recorded this pre, it was like April. Yeah. And uh, yeah, now I'm very much like, fuck capitalism. This <laughs> is, this is all sorts of fucked up. Yes. Yep. Oh, the things that 2020 has brought to light for us. <laughs> gets it so all eventually she gets out of there. She does not go to the beach. She does not do it. And I say good for her. <laughs> I do too, because they did not tell her that, that would be happening. And, and she does not owe them shit. She does not have to, like, it's one thing. It's one thing if you're like prior and you say this is going to happen, you might enjoy being down there. Or you might learn something. Don't feel compelled, but it could be good for you to see. But to like spring it on her and kind of guilt her into doing it and act like somehow it's, it's, manipulatively expected of her yes. that she's not gonna be treated the same if she doesn't do it yes it's fucking weird it, no. like it's so frustrating because it's when people communicate that way which is very common it's like that weird passive aggressive or yep. language or manipulation guilt it makes it really hard to believe people when they're being sincere yes <laughs> and you are gonna forever read into it and say well i hear what they're saying but that's not how they actually think yeah I know that they're just telling me that I don't have to go, but huh? I know that that's not true. And they're only saying that. So I do have right. to go. And it's like this weird code that you have to go by. Mm -hmm. and it's a waste of time and energy. <laughs> yes. When it could just be like, look, this is what we expect upfront. Yes. And I like, I just hate how she's like, I thought you might want to take it in, but I mean, if you don't care, because mm -hmm. I, I really respect. I used to be like, Lauren, you're doing all this wrong, but I really respect how she handles this because she says, do you need me to be there? Right. And she's like, well, no, but I thought you might want to go. And she says, if you need me to be there, I will be there. But if not, I have somewhere I need to be. Right. That is a great way to respond in this situation. It's very reasonable. It's clear cut. And she still is just like, well, I thought maybe you'd want to take it in, but I guess if you don't care. And What's so interesting to me, I've watched this so many times. The sound is, sorry, it's my boyfriend's birthday. But if you look at what she's saying, it's dubbed. And I am fairly certain that she's saying, it's not that I don't care. It's my boyfriend's birthday. Are you serious? Like, watch uh, it without sound. Or watch it with the sound even, but like with that in mind. Or, or it's not it, or maybe she says like, I care, but it's my boyfriend's birthday, but she's not saying I'm sorry. So that's dubbed in. Oh my God. I just, because she knows she's going to piss off Jason at, at some point. Yeah. But she's also just like, I care about this person and I want to be there for them on their, yeah, it's his birthday. On their birthday. And like, that is not reasonable. No. But she also cares about her job. She's so she most obviously cares about her career. Obviously. But they're gonna make her they're gonna make her think that she doesn't care. Yeah. Which is they're such garbage. They're feel guilty and like you don't care enough. When she does very much. <laughs> also, I really wanna know where she had to drive to and from. It probably wasn't that far. I mean it she but if she had to get on the highway at all, there would be traffic. Right. I mean, she's just like shit. We're back at the apartment. Jason is driving. He's wearing the quintessential 2000s dude look. Blazer, graphic tee, <laughs> <laughs> jeans. And as soon as he starts talking while they're driving, it is apparent that he is not sober. Oh, no. 
I don't know if he's drunk or if he's high, but he is not sober. Not sober. He absolutely should not be driving. And I don't know why he is or why this show let him drive. And she is miserable from the get-go. Oh, She yeah. looks upset. And he makes it abundantly clear because he's, she's like, I missed you. And he's like, yeah, I can't tell. I know. And it's just. And she's like, what do you mean? I've been like calling you in all of my breaks. I tried so hard to get here. And he is just like making her feel like shit immediately. It's Which so you know gross. is happening prior to them even getting to the car. That this started happening and. Oh, yes. Like she's trying to be happy. She's had a really long day. She was stressed all day. Worried that he didn't like or didn't like her, was upset with upset her. Upset with her. And disappointed in her, rushing to get home, like stressed if she was going to make it in time for dinner. And now she's trying to like cheer up and say like, what would you want? If you could have mm-hmm. anything, what would you want? Like trying to get more upbeat. And he's like, I wanted to spend the day with you, but I couldn't. <sighs> she's like, God, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? That's the last thing she wants to hear. And you know that. Yeah. And like her face, she's just like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. <laughs> like, She's like, why are you making me feel bad about this? Why? And because now in retrospect, I know the timeline, you know there's anxiety in her building up to this because she knows what's going to go down. Yeah. She just knows. You can tell she knows because the second he's like, so what do you want to do after dinner? And she is just like, where are you going? Her face. It's so sad. Oh, it's really upsetting to look at. Especially because when he says, do you want to just go home after this? Like, she's hearing the two of us are going to go home, have a night in, just like cuddle, maybe watch a movie. We'll get to spend the night, just the two of us, which probably is the only thing she wants right now. I'm pretty sure that's all she wants. (laughs) And instead, he's saying, great, have fun going home. home. I'm going to do something else. And to me, it seems like that's what he really wants. He wants her to go home. He does not want her to go with him. No. Because. If he wanted her to go with, but he doesn't. He does not because he wants to go out and get crazy. And she would probably like him not. (laughs) Yeah. I like Lauren is pretty straight laced. Lauren cares about him. Lauren doesn't want to see him drunk beyond belief or high out of his mind or in a situation where he might hurt himself or hurt someone else. Like Lauren doesn't want him to do that. So I'm sure if she went out with them, this has probably happened on other nights that they've gone Uh out. She's like, Hey, maybe you should slow down or maybe you shouldn't do that. And he gets pissed. And in retrospect, we watch, I mean, new year's Eve already happened. Mm-hmm. So they've already gone through that, which is to me even worse than this night. It is worse than this night. <laughs> so worse. That's two episodes away now. Uh-huh. But right. But in reality, it already happened. Yes. Yes. That has happened to Lauren already. So she's seen that, felt that. Yeah. And now she's like, oh, so now you j- you're just going to go without me. Like, you don't mm-hmm. care what I have to say about it. Right. You don't want me to be with you on your birthday, even though you're also making me feel bad, feel bad. about not being with you on your birthday. Yeah. I mean, he's 100% gaslighting her into like, making her seem like a crazy person. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. she's, there's no, she can't do anything right. 
Mm-mm. right now there's no good scenario for her within this it's it's, so it's real sad. sad and she can see it coming when she says where are you going he goes huh huh like like he's i didn't hear you guard yeah or like he didn't expect her to ask and she's like after the dinner where are you going to me that's him buying time to figure out his answer totally. he's like shit i don't know my answer wait what what do you mean where am i going uh i don't know just just gonna see how the night goes Mm-mm-mm. you already know i mean we've talked about this before in lauren and jason take two it makes me so sad because i don't think jason wants to be in a relationship with no i think jason wants to be 19 in los angeles like be yeah. a guy with moderate fame in la in hollywood and like do whatever the fuck he wants yeah and the only reason, not the only reason, I think a big reason why he is in a relationship is because Lauren is the lead in a TV show. Yes. And that really sucks for Lauren. It does. <laughs> it really because I think, I think she really, really, really cares about him. She likes, she really, him, so she likes him so much. Well, and it's that power dynamic where he is taking her power away from her, which makes her feel rejected, which then in some way makes her feel like she likes him more when she doesn't it's not really even about that it's a it's just about appeasing him and like receiving it back but once he took it away she was kind of fucked because she doesn't understand that that's what's happening to her and so she's just like but why doesn't he like me why does he want to be with me it's what am i doing wrong even watching it the first time i watched this not knowing jason's history with Mm -hmm. drug abuse I was like, what is Lauren doing wrong? Like, why doesn't he why like Why doesn't he her? like her? I was in that mind space too. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this is so scary that like, she must have done something. Like, I was very much still like, what did she do? She do, yeah. And that's so fucked. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just like, that's how he wants his relationship to be. Hold it from her a little, like so she chases too. after it. Just, it was the same thing with Jessica and Laguna uh-huh. Like, yep. he was always always her and she was like what is he doing where is he what is uh-huh. he thinking? is he mad at me yeah he's a fuck boy <laughs> in those relationships like when you first start dating that person you're kind of like mm, i don't really think i like this person but i don't know they like me so maybe i'll like them mm-hmm. and then they take it away from you and that's when they have you hooked and you're just like but wait you you used to like me yeah i there's gotta be something I can do to get you to like me again. Yes. And then they just keep taking it away and taking it away and you keep going after it and going after it. It's so fucked up. Despite this car ride is a bummer. Lauren still offers to go with him. Like that's how much Lauren likes him and wants to be with him. She's like, I don't wanna go out and I don't think I will have fun going out, but I will go with you if you wanna go out because it's your birthday and I care about you. And so I wanna do what you wanna do. Mm-hmm. Then they get to dinner. <laughs> so sad she's so sad they get to dinner there's a zillion people there including sleazy t i don't know his real name but i know who he is because he was on brody jenner's reality tv show about finding a new best friend do you remember that show no it's called bromance oh i do remember that show but i don't i never watched it i never really understood what it was about it was wild so do you remember the paris hilton bff show Yes. So it was basically in the spirit a spin-off of spinoff of that. Okay. But it was the guy version. Uh-huh. So 
they since it was called bromance like they tried to make sure that it wasn't too gay uh-huh. weird and cringy lauren actually cameoed on one of the episodes and i think there was one gay guy who was like i could be your gay best friend brody i would give you the best fashion tips blah 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 and i remember he when lauren was on the show he was like lauren i just want you and brody to be together <laughs> i think we all wanted that and looking back I still do. I think it would be the best for Brody. Uh, actually, I don't want that for Lauren. You Unless- don't want that for Lauren. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. Lauren would be so good for him, and he would be so fucking bad yeah. for Lauren. And yeah, that's what's so sad about it. <laughs> because you were like, no. And you, I kept, I remember thinking, why doesn't he like her? I know. Same. Same. Fuck like- boy so well you've got great chemistry you're very you're obviously friends <sighs> such a fuck boy <laughs> uh, can't help it <laughs> so anyway with that bromance show sleazy t was like brody's sidekick i think it was like frankie and sleazy t were on that show with him to like help him find his new best friend so that's how i so know weird and he's at this table where is he wonder if like frankie or brody is there too and we just don't see them don't see them yet i mean i always try to look at who else is sitting there and it's really hard to piece together it is like who are all these people (laughs) and there's so many there's so many i mean it's also why is brian giving a speech Okay, when I first wrote this, this is also like how times have changed. My notes I wrote back in April, uh, and I wrote Brian's toast makes me sad. But actually, I really like it because I feel that when you are young and you're in a new city and you've only yeah. been there for a couple months, it's pretty fucking cool if you find yourself at a birthday party with like a dozen people that you didn't know. Yeah, it is. I mean, even now, like, when you click with some people, you're just like, oh, this is so great. I forget what it's like to like, just like fall into a rhythm with someone that you didn't know, you know, a month or two ago. Yeah, but it's like, weird to me why, why Brian is giving this speech. That's true. I do think that is strange that it's Brian specifically because like, why is Brian even there? Are he and Jason friends? <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> but I do, it's the one point that I give Brian in his favor is that he's yeah. not afraid to express his emotions about finding new friends, friends. In a new city. yeah it is a very sweet speech but i'm just like i don't know because he just seemingly disappears from the show eventually yes <laughs> i think because they couldn't get it to work with adrena and they were like oh, right you're done well because also jordan when jordan and heidi jordan broke up, and heidi broke up yeah jordan again it's also very weird to have watched this first season like four times now because <laughs> we're recording and so in my brain Jordan is a much bigger character. A character than what he really is. Yes. When we first recorded this, I was like, God, I forgot about all these characters. Yes. I forgot about all these people because they're so nothing in the grand scheme of the oh series. Season one might as well be a different show. Yes. Than the rest of the series. I've said this before. Season three is my favorite season of the Hills. Which one is that? It's like oh. Brody, Lauren, it's Paris. Yeah. Paris. Um, yeah. It starts with Heidi and Lauren's first falling out. Yeah. Yeah. It is a good season. Oh, wait. We get this stupid fucking Hooters. Hooters. Uh Uh-huh. And then we all have to shame Adrena because that's... Just Brian. Not Heidi. Yeah. Well, even Lauren's a little, like, judgy. Yeah. (laughs) 
but brian when he's like hey it's okay it's, it's like, okay out of here yeah and heidi is just like leave her the fuck alone <laughs> okay so this is the first time that jason gets up yes this so is fair. and lauren seems to be having an okay time and then jason gets up and she just is like oh shit yeah because he's probably going to the bathroom to take something right yeah. like i mean that's my guess it's probably cocaine right they are that i mean is my first instinct yeah. like her face is just like and you oh shit mm-hmm. where'd he go mm-hmm. and then brian's like he didn't want to talk to you anymore that was jordan who said that oh was it jordan I mean, and Heidi's like, that's mean. Yeah. So Jason comes back, but then just like doesn't hang out with her. And in some ways I get this. Like mm-hmm. when you're this is this is a consequence of going to a dinner with 20 fucking people. Right. Which is why you should never have a dinner with 20 people. It's impossible to talk to people who aren't immediately next to you. <laughs> Bill is annoying. The service is bad. Like, it's not a pleasant experience for anybody to do a dinner like this. But here's the thing, because I thought about this, too. I thought about, like, okay, what is her what is her reasoning for feeling slighted? And as you watch it, it seems to me like that's what he wants her to feel. Mm, Like, he keeps looking down at her and being like... It's that whole thing that I was going back to. Like, he wants her to feel this way. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it to her on purpose. Yeah, he is. <laughs> because in, in a situation where you're in a relationship where you, like, understand people's motives or you understand people's positions, you don't feel the way she feels. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. if you're in a healthy relationship and your boyfriend goes down to the other end of the table to talk to other friends, you're like, oh, cool. And you yeah, talk to your friends. To your friends. Yeah. You're not like, what are you doing? When right. Are you Why are you doing this? Are you coming back? Uh-huh. And he keeps like looking back at her like, I don't know. He's trying to send her a message. And she's like, where, where are you? Why are you doing that? It's so uncomfortable. This is another example of Heidi being such a good friend. Like mm-hmm. Heidi can see what's happening very quickly. Like no one needs to explicitly tell Heidi how Lauren is feeling. Right. Heidi can read the room she's so intuitive she sees that lauren keeps looking at him she sees that lauren's unhappy and so she says like are you okay and checks in on her Mm -hmm. and then he comes back and he's like he knows like he knows because well also lauren doesn't really have a poker face lauren no she does not but what did he expect and (laughs) then again like he leaves again He's, but before before he leaves again, he's been making her feel guilty about not spending time with him all day. Exactly. And now he's just leaving. And he's like, why are you upset? She made He made her feel guilty all day. Uh-huh. And it's almost like, is he, like, is that, like, payback? I don't know. I try to, like, put myself in his position, except for that he knows it's a control move. Yeah. Like, that, I mean, whether he's doing it consciously or unconsciously... He yeah. just knows that it, like, keeps her in that controlled position where, like, he has I mean, the power. It could also be a consequence of, like, him using because mm-hmm. she doesn't want him to. So he's mm-hmm. not really interested in being with someone who's not going to enable him right now. Right. I am very true. So he's probably also trying to push her away. because He's uh-huh. like, I don't want you to 
like dictate what I can and can't do or yeah try and tell me how to live my life so I'm gonna piss you off until you leave um, yes I agree with that 100% and then he gets up and he goes to the bathroom again and this yeah. time with someone right that guy oh, comes to the right. table that's right that's right and he grabs him like that so that like that guy his dealer the dealer right I mean that's my guess giving him drugs (laughs) this is again i don't actually know this this is based on this is all speculation this is all speculation (laughs) and then heidi says are you okay and she says no i'm not okay she's like it's lame he's not sitting by me and that's what bugs me about this whole thing is it's like come on that's not why you're mad not why you're mad like and heidi knows that you can see it in heidi's face Uh uh-huh heidi's like that's Sure, that is lame, I guess. But I mean, Lauren's kind of, I'm sure it's because Lauren doesn't want to cry. If right. Lauren talks about why she's upset, I, if I were in that situation and someone asked if I was okay, I would just start crying. I know. <laughs> I would be like, no, everything's horrible. It's horrible. Cry. Why is he doing this? <laughs> and Heidi's face is just like, oh God. I know. It's sad. It's so sad. And Lauren is honestly like, kind of too nice to jason when she's just like i'm not gonna fight with him i know i'm not gonna fight with him on his birthday but that's the thing like if you do you're the crazy girlfriend and so she's trying to be like i'm not crazy i'm under control i'm not gonna lose my emotions i'm gonna let this be his night he deserves to be to have fun and not have his girlfriend like rag him down it's just all so sad she's just you're right some of that is self-preservation for her because she doesn't want it to be embarrassed or for people to be like why mm-hmm. is lauren overreacting because no one knows what i mean es- especially in the 2000s yeah like before that we started recording we talked about Brittany, we talked about Lindsay, we talked about all these other like women that the media is going to vilify yeah. if you act out on your emotions whether they're warranted or not and lauren's just like nope not gonna do it not gonna like stand up for myself because i it's not gonna look good on her part or it wasn't at that time which sucks i do also appreciate when she says he can't just treat me like shit and expect me to be sweet to him right I'm like good well at least you're saying that he's treating you like shit because he is yeah because he fucking is and then he just leaves he just bolts this is the saddest part for me. He leaves and like Heidi, Jordan, and Lauren don't even seem to know what to do. At this point, even Jordan is biting his lip. Yeah. He's just like, oh God, this is bad. And Jason is so, Jason can like barely keep his eyes open. He's so fucked up. Yeah. He's like, why are you mad at me? And also, okay. What is Lauren carrying? Before we go to all the of those, box, all of those shirts, his birthday presents, right? I don't. Who's giving him t-shirts wrapped in cellophane for his? Birthday? I don't know. They were all like, like starting a fashion line or something. <laughs> it's very weird. So yeah, she's carrying all this shit. He leaves with some dude that it looks like Lauren doesn't even recognize. I know. Like the way Lauren's looking, at him, it's like who is who that are guy? These people. Who are they? And they're all visibly sad. Yeah, all of them. Like her, Heidi, Jordan, all of them. Yeah, it's it's so sad. And that girl looking back at Lauren 
is so weird. It's so the girl strange. that's standing next to the car and she's just like, yep, going home with your boyfriend tonight. Like, it's such a weird look. And it's, Laura's just like, who are you? Yes. And yeah, once again, Jason's birthday, which they seemingly celebrated on his birthday because it was a fucking Wednesday, is January 11th. So this all happened on January 11th. And we aren't going to see them celebrate Christmas and New Year's together for another two episodes. <laughs> Which is way worse than this. Which is worse oh, than this. It's so sad. It's really crazy. And I feel like, again, because we just talked about Britney Spears, it, it, it is so obvious that there's a problem happening here. Like, a real health problem. Yes. Jason is not well. Jason's not well. Jason has a has a substance abuse issue yes. and nobody seems to care. Well, it's, <laughs> I mean, they care, but nobody seems to like want to do anything about it. I think they just don't know what to do because like, no, I mean like the producers. Oh, the show. Yes. Not the people, not the teenagers. Yes. Cause I'm like, they're like, teenagers. What are they gonna do? but yeah, it is really weird that the show didn't do anything. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just like, I don't know. It was it was a problem. It was a problem across like many things. It's one like it's. I think about this a lot actually. How much, how much we as a collective value entertainment over right over the health of people. Yeah, like we will. I mean, this happened when um, Megan Thee Stallion got shot this summer too. Like she got shot in the leg by her boyfriend at a party. And um, she didn't call the cops on him because she's a black woman. He's a black man. And she was like, I'm not going to fucking call the cops. So she protected him even after he had shot her. Shot her. Uh-huh. And it was like a joke on Twitter. Twitter. And I was listening to a podcast and they were like, why do you think this is funny? What, did it ta- what would it take for people to care? Does she need to die? Right. And, and then- even then, would, would we care? Like, yeah. So, like, I think about that with Jason. Like, what if he had overdosed? What if he had caused an accident by driving under the influence of something? Which wouldn't have been that far out of possibility. Yeah. Yeah, it's all very sad. And, like, they do this later in the season two. This is also season six. Um, Spencer gets into a bar fight on camera, and they don't stop him. And, like, what the fuck? (laughs) I mean, did you ever watch... The show Unreal. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, fucking I shit's dark, Unreal. man. It is, it is so good. That show was so good. That and show it, is part of why I, when I watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette, I'm just like, this is what's really happening. Yes. At what cost mm-hmm. is our entertainment? Yeah. It's really scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was, I mean, we were talking about Tiger. We were talking about Britney we build people up so that we can tear them down and it is and it's so wild that like death is the only thing that crosses the line like right if britney god forbid had died in 2008 right after all even after i shouldn't say even like if things had happened differently she shaves her head she attacks paparazzi and then she passes away for one reason or another we would all be viewing her only as a like a victim taken too soon uh-huh. an 
angel. We would be venerating her. Amy Winehouse. Amy Amy Winehouse. And because she didn't die, she gets punished. Punished. And made fun of. And is the brunt of a million jokes. Yeah. That's so fucked up. It's really fucked up. (laughs) And I also don't think that's the case for men. Like, I can't think of a man who had a public... Tiger. But even Tiger... And he was vilified for it. He was For his choices, for... I mean, if you see some of those interviews, especially, especially the head of the fucking golf association, fucking disgusting. That was wild. Disgusting. When that happened, I was like, hang on, where, where... Where does this show want me to stand on this? Because this is racist as fuck. It's so fucking bad. (laughs) It's really, really, really sad. I think about that with Jersey Shore, too. Like, Jersey Shore... Jersey Shore was so problematic. The best example of this, because there was... Every episode had a physical fight. Every single episode. And, And every episode had a physical fight with someone whose face was blurred, which means they did not consent to be in a fight on camera. Yeah. So this wasn't staged for dramatic effect. Like these are just real fights that these people are picking. One time, I remember, do you remember the time when Ron knocks a guy out with one punch? No, I never watched Jersey Shore. Oh. I just remember reading about it. And my sister was really into it. So she would talk about it all the time. It is fascinating. It's fascinating to watch, but like, yeah, there's one time they're walking home and I'm not exaggerating when I say there's a fight, like in that first season, every episode. And there's one, I don't even remember how it starts because these guys are just like pumped full of testosterone and steroids and drunk off their ass and they're huge. And they get into this fight and Ron runs up and punches him in the face and the guy goes down cold. Oh my God. And Ron runs back bragging. He's like, one hit, one hit, baby. It's all took one hit. Uh. And I'm like, rendered a man unconscious street at night by himself and now you're just like bragging about it as you go home and and like were there no consequences no no there weren't the only consequence any of them have ever faced was uh the situation went to jail for tax evasion oh yeah oh my god (laughs) yeah It, like, and there's it's one really of- crazy when you think about like how this all started, which for me was the real world, right? So you had the real world, which kind of felt like they were trying to work through real social issues in some ways, like bridging these gaps between people who weren't used to interacting with each other and telling these like really amazing stories of people, which eventually just led to that. Yeah, fame is something that so many people value more than anything else. Anything. It's scary. And I wonder if it's because, like, it's hard to know now if it's fame or if it's, like, the power and the money that comes with fame. Yeah. Because I think it might be the latter, but that also could be my, like, staunch anti-capitalist brain being, like, it's all because of capitalism. Capitalism, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. Because... Generally, most people believe that if you're famous, you will also, at the very least, you will be given a lot of nice things. Right. Um, if not, you be like actually become rich. Mm-hmm. And so this promise of getting all these things make people 
desperate to do anything to get it because it's really hard to get all those things without that it yeah i feel like they touch on this in both the britney and the tiger documentary which is like there's just this like really fine tipping point between being beloved and being hated Mm -hmm. and you just never know when that switch is going to flip Mm -hmm. and when it does it is bad yeah the american public will have their reckoning i think that's what they i think that's what they say in the tire documentary like the american people will have it it'll have its reckoning on you there's an what's it called it's it's a documentary on HBO called Fake Famous. Oh, I've looked at that, but I haven't watched it. I stopped watching it. <laughs> I watched it for like 10 minutes and I was like, this is dumb. It's, it, it's supposed to be a documentary about influencer culture, but really it's kind of like a feature length reality show about just trying to make three people Instagram famous. Oh. Um, so it didn't really have, maybe I should give it another chance. I didn't feel like it had enough to say that I thought it was going to about like, influencer culture in general but something i did think was really interesting is it talks about the number of people who have over a million followers on instagram and it was like 40 million people what (laughs) it was crazy and then like if you look at how many people have over 500,000 followers it was like five times that or something crazy so the, the question is like are all of those people famous like, are you telling me that we exist where, like, 40 million people are famous? Are famous. And what does fame even mean? And Anymore. And why do we go after it? And that was, that, like, statistic was so interesting to me. I think about that now whenever I'm on Instagram, when people talk about their following. And I'm like, yeah, you have a million followers. So do tens of millions, millions of other people. people. But also, like, it's so hard to know well a what's real yes are those followers real Probably I, not. I don't know yeah secondly due to the algorithm how many of those people are engaging with you yes i mean obviously i mean and then it's like even the people who are engaging with you are those real people are they bots i don't fucking even know i start to read some things and i'm like half this shit doesn't even make any sense what are these people yeah. talking about it did also talk a little bit about the how um social media following and likes are more valuable than money in our economy that was yeah. interesting to me i i rewatched the nosedive episode of black mirror recently the one that's like about social media Have you watched that one i don't know recap it bryce dallas howard is the- oh yes yes so i remember the first time i watched it i was like yeah this is a cautionary tale about social media addiction But then I watched it again and I was like, no, this is actually about how social media is equivalent to money and how if you have it, it's easy to get more. But if you lose it, it's like impossible to get back. Yeah, that episode was like, oh, my God. (laughs) We were so excited to get through an episode that we didn't actually record an outro. So here I am with an outro. Thank you so much for listening. We had so much fun. Uh, We are going to be on a two-week release schedule. So see you in the next two weeks. Please 
follow us on Spotify and uh, also on Instagram at truthandtime.pod. Bye. I think truth and time tells all.